Hey there, welcome to the show. I am so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. It is the new year, and today we're talking about your home and what to do to clear the clutter, which I am so excited to talk to you about. You know, as I'm recording this particular episode, it is Saturday (laughs) in real life. And, you know, Saturdays are my day that I get to do content for Your Life Rocks. I work full time during the week and homeschooling, and I get to do a little bit of stuff here and there for Your Life Rocks. But primarily, Saturdays are the day that I get to record YouTube videos, do podcasts for our member exclusive do podcasts for our Life Balance members and podcasts on here for redefining balance. And you know, it's funny, when we were in December, I was thinking about wanting to do a series of like really achieving those goals, right? The, the goals that you're always like, I would really like to do this one thing, but you just never quite actually do it. And one of the things that I think a lot of people struggle with is clutter. Like this is going to be the year that we're we're not doing clutter anymore. Like we're going to get organized. We're going to have systems in place for all of the things. And, you know, it's one of those things that we always say that we want to do. We want to have a cleaner house. We want to have a more organized space, but then, you know, it's harder to do. And as I was thinking about different past experts in this area that I could invite to come back on or searching uh, Instagram or Facebook for new experts to introduce y'all to, I just realized, you know what, this is something that I have a lot of ideas for. I have things I want to talk about. And quite frankly, I love this stuff. I love cleaning and organizing. If I were to ever be like, I want to start a new business of doing something, it would probably be around cleaning and organizing. It would actually probably be more digital organizing for people because that lately has become like my favorite thing to do. I know it sounds so nerdy and so weird, but you know, organizing like where files go on your computer and your external hard drive and like all of that kind of stuff. I don't know. I just really, really love it. And so while I wanted to have an expert on to talk to you guys about this kind of stuff, I knew exactly what tips I would share if I were an expert coming on a show. And I thought, I'm just going to share with you the things I know that work well for me because I have shared them with other people who are looking for organization, more organization in their life, and these tips work well for them. They get great results. I get great feedback whenever I share these tips with people, so I'm going to share them with you. Now, before we get into this conversation, I did want to let you know that right now is actually a really great time to join Life Balance membership. And I know I could probably say that just about any time because I truly built that membership to support working moms just like you. And there's stuff in there that you can use all year round. We're always doing new things. But specifically, if you're looking at wanting to implement new habits and routines into your life to help you reach your New Year's goals, you're going to find so many solutions inside the membership. Things like uh, a, a course on how to build a morning routine, as well as inside of the life, as well as inside the Your Life Rocks app, we have a morning routine tracker in there for you to use so you can build out your ideal morning routine and get notifications on your phone to remind you of what it is that you want to be achieving and when you want to be achieving it. Plus, on the member-exclusive podcast, I just recorded a podcast episode all about 
kind of that mental process of when you're putting out new habits and trying to do something different in your life and you kind of hit that slump of like, ugh, I just don't want to do this anymore. It's so hard or it's not working or what am I doing wrong? I walk you through that in a coaching manner on the member exclusive podcast. Now you can upgrade right inside of the Your Life Rocks app or you can go to lifebalancemembership.com or yourliferocks.com to learn more about upgrading to Life Balance Membership. You can actually try it free for seven days. So, you know, it's kind of like a no-brainer. Plus, after 30 days, you'll receive a discount for our upcoming Life Balance Method that will be happening at the end of March. So you're not going to want to miss it. Again, now is just a really good time to be joining the membership. All right, so let's get into these tips that I have for you about clearing clutter. Now, I think it's also important to recognize that clutter means different things for all of us. And one thing I have realized over the course of the last few years is that we don't need to have shame about our clutter. We often compare our way of living to other people's way of living and think that theirs is automatically better. Regardless of what it looks like, it's got to be better than whatever it is that we have going on. But the truth is, you're the only one living your life. You're not the only one living in your house, but you're the only one living through your pattern of life in your house, right? The other people that live with you, your husband, your kids, whatever, like they've got their own life that they are living. But for you, I want you just to primarily focus on your own systems, maybe the systems of your kids, but you know what I mean? Like, Your life is not the same as your neighbor's life or the Instagram influencer that you follow online. Like it's all very different. And so finding the physical systems that work for you in your space are key. So I'm going to share with you some examples on things that I do. That doesn't mean that's what you need to do or have set up in your house. I'm going to be referring to some YouTube videos that I've done in the past on things that I Um, I do to keep track of paper or different systems, but they're my systems. They're there to inspire you, to help you create your own. Because truth is, you can copy all of my systems. I will tell you exactly what I do in cleaning and, and organizing and the paper systems and everything. And you can try to implement them, but if they're not going to work for your lifestyle or the way that your family operates or the way that your brain operates, it's just not going to be successful for you. And I know that might not be what you want to hear because we all just want to do what works for other people and get a positive result without having to put a whole lot of effort into it, right? Like you figure it out, tell me what works, and then I'll do it. That would be a beautiful thing. But the tips that I'm going to share with you today are tips that you can really do to find the systems that work for you. It's not about you needing to start with scratch, blank, nothingness and figure something out. You can use these strategies that I'm going to share with you to create the systems for yourself that truly work for you. So we talked about really thinking about first what clutter means to you, what it is for you. I think it's also important to realize what type of clutter you want 
to have gone from your life. Like it's one thing if you're like, I just need our kitchen to be clean all the time. I'm tired of having stacks of stuff on the kitchen counters. Or if you're like me and you're working from home more than usual and you're homeschooling like my home office, although I'm fairly organized, it has moments where I'm like, oh my goodness, this thing is getting a little bit out of control. So if you can first identify what areas of your house, what areas of your life you're like, I need to clean up some clutter from here. There's been seasons of my life where I have worked heavily from my vehicle because I was always traveling from job site to job site and my car like I was just where I lived, it felt like. And so it would get very, very cluttered. Now, there are other times where I have worked heavily in an office and my office space was heavily disorganized. And then there's been times where the kitchen felt unorganized or right now in the season I'm in right now, it's the nooks and crannies of our house that are driving me nuts, like the garage, the whole closet, the uh, front door closet, right? Where everyone puts their coats and stuff. And then the coats fall off the hangers and the coats are just sitting on the floor in the closet. So you open up the closet and half the things fall out onto you. It is a mess. And those are the areas that I'm really focused in on. In fact, right now I'm filming a YouTube video that's like a slow progression of cleaning and organizing my garage after work. Not sexy, not super exciting, but it is getting results and it's a very doable way. So be watching out for that. YouTube video. If you haven't yet subscribed to Your Life Rocks over on YouTube, make sure that you do. I'll put a link down in the description of this episode, make it super simple for you. Over on YouTube, you can find just like short little videos. You can also find all of our past podcast episodes organized by area of life. So for example, this one will go under the home section. So then you can binge listen to all of the podcasts So then you can binge listen to all of the podcasts having to deal with your home, which could be very helpful if this is an area that you're really wanting to focus in on. Now, so far, I have not hit on any of the three tips I have for you. I'm just kind of setting it up that I want you to really be thinking about what areas are causing clutter issues for you, what's causing that frustrated feeling that happens when we're surrounded by clutter, all of those things. But one area, and this is our first tip, that I've heard over and over and over again is a big issue and it is paper. Now I have noticed that in the last year my paper uh, or the amount of paper, the volume of paper that enters my home is a lot less and I think a big part of that is because I'm homeschooling and so the kids aren't coming home with like backpacks full of stuff and just dropping it on the kitchen counter that I have to deal with. So that's been a huge plus, but there's still a lot of paper that comes in. There's paper, uh, you know, mail and bills and paper from work. And then even their homeschool paper, it starts to pile up. And so having a good system for your paper really is key. Even if you don't feel like paper is a big issue for your for your house, maybe you shove it in a drawer somewhere or in a notebook. But I can tell you, that when you get a good paper system, you feel like a rock star. It really is amazing and it can really help to reduce the amount of stress that you're feeling. So number one is to find a place for your paper and a date on the calendar when you're gonna go through it. If you tell yourself that every day when you get home from work, you're gonna deal with the paper, you're gonna do the whole touch it once system. I have tried that before where you touch something once and you deal with it right then. You don't like put it someplace else to deal with it later. That's amazing in certain 
in certain situations. But when it comes to paper, I can go to the mailbox, get the mail. There can be a bill in there. I can be like one one touch, right? And be like, okay, so I'm going to go open up the thing and go pay the bill, recycle it, shred it, whatever, and then it's done. That sounds great in theory. But what happens is I walk through the door and it's like, well, what's for dinner? And then the dog is barking and then I see a mess that urgently needs to be cleaned up or someone's asking for help with something or whatever, right? The bill ends up on the counter because it's not as important as everything else around me, especially the people. And then I don't get to it and then it gets buried and it gets piled. And then that is not a good system because then I feel like I am failing and I don't want you to feel like you're failing. I know I don't want to feel like I'm failing. So what I have found that works best for me, and again, when I share this tip with other people, it works best for them too, is to have a place for all of your paper to go. Now, originally this idea came from a guest that I had on the podcast Her name is Lisa Woodruff, and she is the owner of Organize 365. And she had this whole thing, this whole idea that she brought up called the Sunday Basket. And it was essentially a place where all of your paper went into the Sunday Basket. And then on Sundays, you went through and organized the basket. And I was like, that seems so brilliant. And so that's what I do now. My basket is a metal kind of organizer that's on the wall of my office. All of the paper that comes in goes into the bottom bucket. And then on the top, I have different file folders that kind of stand up so I can read them and see exactly what they are. So if certain things are coming in, like for example, receipts, they automatically go into the receipt basket, not in the open paper bin, right? And then there's some other ones that I have in there, um, bills to pay, whatever it is, so that I can organize quickly some things to make it a little easier on the weekend when I'm doing my, my weekly planning. Um, But essentially on my weekly planning, I go through and I empty the paper bin and I go through the different file folders and it's part of my weekly planning because sometimes I might be paying these bills like on the weekend, but it might be something that I'm like, that doesn't seem right and I need to call. Well, guess what? The doctor's office that I need to call on for the statement or whatever isn't open on Saturday. I might need to do it during the week. So then when I'm doing my weekly planning... So then when I'm doing my weekly planning, I can schedule it out. I can put it on my calendar and it will help to set me up for success because it will actually get done. So having a place to put your paper is part of it. Having a date on the calendar that you're going to deal with the paper is a whole nother thing. Now, the other thing that Lisa had said in that podcast episode that 
really has just stuck with me is we don't need to hold on to all of our paper. Sometimes we're holding on to paper that we don't need to, whether we're filing it away or we're keeping it in a folder. But the one question that she told me to ask is to think, where else could I find this paper if I need it in the future? Most of the time, it's available online for me to find. So I don't need to keep it in paper form because having that extra clutter around just increases my stress. Um, and that is something that is scientifically proven that it does for people. So get rid of the paper that you can find in other places. Recycle it, shred it, whatever you need to do. Tip number two is to really focus in on your habits. When we're talking about dealing with clutter, we need to really be thinking about where in our life and our day and our week can we add an extra habit in there to deal with the clutter around us. So for example, one of the things that's in my morning routine as well as my nighttime routine is just to pick up 20 things. I know it sounds so childish and I've shared it a number of times on this podcast and over on YouTube inside the membership, but it really truly is a magical thing when it comes to clutter. When you can build a habit and picking up just 20 things, clutter just goes away. Your habit then controls the clutter. I know some people, when they're working from home, there was one person inside of our membership. She told me she uses the Pomodoro method, which is where you work focus for 30 minutes on or 20 minutes on, and then you take a short little break. And she uses that short little break to clean up 20 things around her house just a couple times a day. And she's like, it's amazing how clean my house is. And there's very little effort involved, way little time. And it makes it really, really simple. I told you I was working on a project of organizing my garage because it's one of my one of my life goals for the first 90 days is to get that thing organized Uh, and you know when I'm doing so this project I'm doing is purely just picking up 20 things in the garage organizing 20 things every single night after work last night when I did it it took me 10 minutes the longest it has taken me any night since I have started usually it's like three minutes or less last night took a little bit longer But I was doing like something bigger, but it was still just 20 things. And the satisfaction of doing that just for a week, just a week, you guys, I can't wait for you to see the video because it's like made a huge impact with such little effort. Because if I was going to set aside an entire Saturday to clean and organize that garage, one, that's so draining. Two, I've got other things I want to do with my Saturday other than clean the garage And three, well, I just don't want to. I just don't want to. I know it's kind of a repeat of number two, but it just doesn't fit for me. It's not something I look forward to. It might get me good results, but I might burn out halfway through the day and just, you know, be disappointed that that's how I spent my Saturday. But doing it just a little bit each and every single night while dinner is cooking, it's been really easy for the most part. There's some nights I'm like, I don't want to go in the garage, but I know I am going to get good results by doing it. So I'm doing it. But the other thing that you can do with your habits is really think about your weekly planning and the cleaning and organizing that you want to be doing on a weekly basis, on a weekly habit. We talked about kind of that paper system before, but it could be any other area of your life. So it could be like the kitchen, right? That that's the area that's getting really cluttered or your car, whatever that area is. Think about how on a weekly basis 
you can go in and deep clean, deep organize, or have a system in place to deal with the clutter. When I first started doing the weekly success planning, which is a free course that you can get inside of the Your Life Rocks app, or you can go to weeklysuccessplanning.com and get it there. Anyway, when I started doing that originally, one of the mainstays on my weekly planning was to clean out my car and fill it with gas. Now, obviously, when I first started doing weekly planning, it was the season that I was practically living out of my vehicle. It's when that's where I was working all of the time. Like sometimes I would leave on Monday in my car and not come home until Wednesday in my car. I would go out and travel and spend the night in hotels and stuff and then come home. Um, I was a bit of a road warrior and my car showed it. I mean, I was eating in my car, working in my car, taking phone calls in my car. I can't tell you how many conference calls I've taken on the side of roads. Uh, It's, you know, that was just my work life for a season. And so having that part built into my weekly routine of cleaning out my car and resetting it was amazing. And that's ultimately what this habit is about, is about creating a reset for that area of your life, that area of your house or your car or wherever it is that has clutter issues so that the clutter doesn't keep building up. And then number three is to identify the habits that are creating the clutter. So for example, let's use paper just because again, that's a very common thing. Um, But you know, I could take the paper when it first comes in from the mailbox and put it on the kitchen counter, start doing other things. And then when I'm doing my nighttime cleaning and I'm doing my 20 things, picking up the paper, putting it in the paper bin, that could be one of my 20 things. But I could also say, you know what, the habit of me putting the mail on the counter versus taking it straight to the paper bin is a habit that's causing clutter in my life. So what can I do to work around that? Well, I can take that mail and go straight into the office and dump it in the bin instead of placing it on the kitchen counter. We all have things that we do that create or contribute to the clutter around us and then we get so irritated with the clutter when really if we just tackle the cause of the clutter the habit that we have that's creating that mess to begin with well then that right there my friends that will help solve a huge part of the battle so remember in the beginning when I asked you to really think about what area was causing clutter? What area you were like, gosh, this is the area of clutter that we really just need to deal with. I want you to ask yourself, what is the cause of that clutter? What do you personally contribute to that clutter in starting to begin with? Because remember, I said that there's other people that live in your house, but you're the only one that lives in your house the way that you live in your house. You're the only one that that does your life the way that you do your life. And so there's a certain amount of accountability in that for us to be able to look at that and say, what am I doing that is negatively contributing to this clutter? What can I do differently to get a different outcome?
So let's review. The number one tip that I have for you strategy is dealing with the paper, finding a place for it and putting the data on your calendar to deal with it because that ultimately is like 90% of the clutter that we're all dealing with. Number two is to create habits to keep the clutter under control. Number three are to identify the habits that are negatively affecting the clutter around you, things that are making it kind of have more of it really. And think about the things that you personally can do to counteract that, to change that, to do something different and get a different outcome. I hope that these three tips really help you and how you deal with clutter, how you can handle clutter that is coming up in your life, in your house. Because when we can really focus on the environment around us, we are truly setting ourselves up for success. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me today and for listening to this podcast. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for everyone who are leaving your reviews. It really just makes my heart happy to hear that this podcast is having an impact on your life. Because as working moms, we need to stick together, support each other, pray for each other, lift each other up. After all, community is a huge part of creating a life of balance. So until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.